When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Doug Sprinthal. <laughs> Co-host Catherine Brandt. L.A. Nick. Andy Brandt-Bernard. Cassie Schrader. And we will be right back, our special guest, Ryan McCormick. Uh, Roseanne canceled ABC scrap sitcom after actor's racist tweets. A uh, little PR action. Brian McCormick, right up to this Tom Bernard Show. So, Douglas MacArthur. Your phone's just going crazy I today. Know, it's just yeah, blowing up, up and you? I got to take this phone call, too. So. All right, well, I'll just no, do no, this. No, I'm spot. not during no, your it's fine. Spot. Go ahead. Go ahead and take it. I'm sure people would be interested in hearing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they want to hear this one. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's going to blow somebody up. He might be happening. <laughs> Pull the pin out of the grenade. Um, Saturday, we are. I'm really excited about this. I think it's just cool. So many people have contributed uh, money. We are uh, KQ and Walzer. Tom and I are co-captaining for the second year the the uh, Tour de Cure, uh, 26 mile ride. We're going to start about nine o'clock in the morning. We'll be done by lunchtime. You can still join us if you want. Please, please, if you can. We're not going to ride at Tour de France speed. I mean, if you're in decent shape, it's 26 miles. It's pretty easy. We're going to stop a couple of times. Go to the Tour de Cure website, look for Team KQ Walzer and sign up. Or if you just want to donate some money, we would greatly appreciate that. Um, that's all I got. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. It's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? uh, Either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. That's life. Really? That's life. Why is it life? Well, you screw up, you got to deal with it, right? Well, I suppose that is life. That's true. Let me know when Ryan's ready to go. Mm-hmm. All right. Sounds good to me. So the Tour de Cure, is it just three days away now? Well, two and a half days now. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Michael Bryant's running that, is he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. He's, he's, our, right. he's right. our rainmaker. Yeah, yeah I've seen he's been, he's been out practicing. Yeah. Yep. Candy, yeah. Last year he wiped out practicing. He got this wheel yeah, stuck oh, in a railroad right. track, and he went yes. right on his noggin. Uh, and he got a yeah. bunch of stitches. I, I felt remember that. actually I kind of laughed at him. <laughs> I was gonna feel bad, but I didn't. I tried to feel bad. We went to uh, we went to see Deadpool two with Michael and his son David. Oh, they had a lot of fun. I just watched the I watch movies with my kids. Each individually, we watched Deadpool the original one. Infinity Wars and something else. I've got all caught up on my superhero stuff. I've got to see Deadpool too. Now. Did you see it? It's very Avengers. 
I can't remember what the other. It was the somebody I know went and saw. And they you guys must good. have a lot of time on your hands. Yeah, well, it was ninety nine <laughs> degrees, and you know it's you know there really wasn't a lot to do. They don't have gophers to kill. Yeah, <laughs> we've already killed our gophers. <laughs> no, I, I, I was painting at ninety nine degrees. You were really outdoors. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's stupid. My God. You're lucky you didn't catch fire. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I was in all black too, in the direct sun. Oh God! Oh. You're such one. You're such an Italian. Yeah. I'm gonna paint in all black in 99 degree heat. That's an Italian was, thing to it do. It was brutal too. Yeah. As Jared's stepmother would say on Silicon Valley, we're not really sure if Italians study. are white people. We're <laughs> <laughs> <Or> not white. <laughs> Italians aren't white. Oh, here we go. Apparently, Hurricane Maria uh, is now, they say it's killed about 5,200 people, wow. rather Where? than the 64 they thought before. Where? Uh, the Puerto Rico one. Yeah. Puerto, Rico. Puerto Rico. How did they think it was 64, and now they think it's 5,700? 5,700. this is quite some time Man. later, you'd think that they'd have a handle on that. Yeah, I did mean, Did people how... wash out to sea and they didn't know? There's a lot of hurricanes hitting yes. places right now. Yeah, there are, yeah. Mm. Panhandle, Florida's getting hit by a hurricane. It's all the it's time. It's awfully though. early for a hurricane, man. It is. That's really early for a hurricane. June, usually mid June's oh. when you start hearing about them. Yeah, we'll look at our weather. Hundred degrees in 100 May. Degrees. We don't usually get that. Yeah, what happened? To, what happened to to the weather change thing? We're supposed to get colder up here, and oh, you mean that whole global the climate change thing? Yeah. I don't know. Well, man. we had a brutal winter, and we're having a very hot spring. We didn't even have spring. We went right to summer. Yeah. Well, right, right. To <laughs> we the went heat from of snow That's to very, 100. Very true. It's very, very true. Uh, whereas in Florida, it was like mild the entire time we were there. Mm, it was very nice. It's true. We had a hundred degree temperature change in like ten days. We Is did that hundred. Right? Yeah. A hundred degrees. It was below zero. Yeah, it was snowing pretty recently. Yeah, we had, and we April had the fourteenth. I think was last high time. temperature 15th. change in like ten days. Oh my, that's unbelievable. Mm. It's Minnesota. It is Minnesota. That's there's no getting around that. There's no denying it. It is Minnesota. There's no question. Yeah. We haven't heard from Ryan yet. Nope. All right. Well, I'm gonna track down some news in, and then when he pops in, let me know. Oh, God. Trump's bitching about Sessions again. Oh, God. <sighs> One of those so two kids ever going to get along. Never. Ambien's mad at Roseanne now. Yeah. <laughs> they, t- they tweet it back. It doesn't cause racism. <laughs> yep. The makers of Ambien don't want users to be worried about becoming racist just because <laughs> Roseanne Barr used their product as an excuse for her tweet about Valerie Jarrett on Tuesday. People of all races, religion, and nationalities work at Sanofi. Is it Sanofi or Sanofi? I have no idea. I have no idea. I didn't either. know they were called that. I didn't either. Every day to improve the lives of people around the world. To improve the lives of people. Ambien. Yeah. Don't, don't people Ambien drive? I and thought they were like yeah, no, it's, There's some nasty side effects. Oh, well, no. Yeah. People do all kinds of stuff on Ambien. That's what I've heard. Yeah, they sleep drive. They mm-hmm. do all kinds of crazy stuff. So wait, this is the CEO of the drug company? Uh, Yeah. Oh, well, he probably shouldn't be saying that our drug won't make you do this because as soon as someone someone's going to take Ambien, and do tweet it. something, and then say, oh, you owe me money. Yeah, you'd probably sue him. Yeah, you can't say that a drug doesn't do something if you're just the CEO of the company that makes it or else you're going to be liable. You know, it's funny. You watch all you watch. TV, I swear I don't watch TV anymore. But when I was watching TV, you get these drug commercials one after another. After oh, another. Yeah. And oh, yeah. The, the drugs for something really minute, like like. Something that we, you know, we wouldn't really have to take a drug daily for, like heartburn, brain cancer, and, and the side effects. The side effects are worse than what the drugs cured. I know you're right. You're well, absolutely right. I mean, I've noticed that every drug commercial I see is on uh, the news, and it's always targeted toward people who are like sixty and older. Always, and I think there's a reason for that. Well, people sixty and older have a lot of health issues. Exactly. Pain. Um, but yeah. we do have our guest now. Oh, Ryan's ready to go now? Mm-hmm. Ryan McCormick, how are you? I'm doing unbelievable. I am so sorry. I, I, um, I had this thing changed down for 20 minutes afterwards, so I apologize for, for being late. I'll get over it eventually. <laughs> uh, one of these days, Ryan, I'll be able to walk it off. But, oh you know. Not today. Oh, my God. <laughs> Roseanne canceled ABC Scrap sitcom after actor's racist tweets interview. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Roseanne has uh, seen her revived sitcom canceled after online outrage over a racist and Islamophobic tweet 
that attacked former Obama White House advisor Valerie Jarrett. So let's start here, Ryan. What does someone have to do to get an idea like that in their head in the first place? I don't know. I think it's human nature to make mistakes and to say things that are considered controversial. I mean, right. if we looked at every one of our lives, I'm sure we've all probably said things that um, – un- reflecting on you probably wouldn't would want to take back yeah, Tom. But this idea that we're perpetually censoring ourselves because people are hypersensitive to things it's it, it, i think it's just awful and i i'm not condoning anything with roseanne said or no, did I understand. But the, the fact that um i think abc did not um i think they alienated a lot of people i think a lot of people like love that show and a lot of people are like roseanne but i'm surprised at how fast they moved i'm surprised they, they yeah. fired her so fast that was yeah. fast. Two hours, I think, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah, it was like two hours. I think there's more to this story. You do? Yes. I think I think they, they, they weren't happy with her. And I guess she's very hard to deal with. And I'm I've telling only dealt you, with her I'm once. I'm telling you right now, another network's going to grab that show quicker than you can spin your head. Do you think that's true, Ryan? Do you think another network <laughs> I, will grab it? It's funny you were saying that. I agree. I think that I don't know how quickly they're going to grab it. I, I imagine it's going to be a streaming service. I imagine Netflix is going to grab it. I think Netflix is going to bring back Roseanne. And they're going to bring back Last Man Standing with Tim Allen or oh, yeah. another conservative media outlet will, will emerge and they'll put it on streaming service. But, um, I, yeah, it just happened so fast. But, you know, one thing Ricky Jarvis was saying, I, I, he's saying that we do live in a free society because, you know, ABC exercised the, their right to, to, you know, to say that we don't want to have an employee mm-hmm, like that. Right. Roseanne can continue to, to tweet and whatever she wants. No, that's very, very true. I just... Do you really think it was Ambien? She she did blame it on Ambien. Do you think it really was that? Because people do weird things on Ambien, that's for sure. I don't know. I've taken Ambien before, and I, I've never felt the need to, to say things. When I took Ambien, I, went, I felt the need to go right back to bed. The last thing I really want to do is talk to someone. So, I don't know. I mean, uh, I guess she's trying to do whatever that she can, but at least Roseanne came out right away and said, listen, I screwed up. I was wrong. And then she yeah. – I thought she – told people not to attack ABC. I thought that was, you know, it was a good thing she did. I mean, but she's going to be on probably for a long period of time, an apology tour doing this stuff. Who knows? But uh, she's got a loyal following. She does. she does absolutely have a loyal following. I was talking to uh, Nick Swardson, who was an actor and a comedian, and Brian Callen, Great. same situation, actor and comedian. And they just, he just said, this woman could have been on another five, six, seven years. She could have sold out arenas on a stand-up tour. I mean, she had it made, and why you'd want to get on? I, Ryan, I gotta tell you something. Yep. We need some something needs to happen with Twitter and Facebook. People cannot have unbridled access to do whatever they wish to do because they can't handle it. I don't know. I mean, if people should be able to download an app that would, you know, like a, you know, you go in a car, you have a breathalyzer exam, yeah, mm-hmm. and you you breathe into it. Maybe you, they should, people should have an app that can download on Twitter. <laughs> Here are three questions. You know, how do you respond to this? I and like if you it. answer anything less than saying, "Listen, your 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 account is locked out for an hour." Oh, I, I love mean, it. They, they should have apps to prevent you from drunken tweeting and texting. I think there I, is. I would bet the first customer would be the White House chief of staff. <laughs> I think there Probably. is there is one that you can you cannot use it after like 10 p.m. or something because that's the time that people are usually yeah they get nuts. Yeah, that's but you, that's there is true. an app that you can lock out your Twitter after 10 p.m. or something. You know, it's really amazing. One person. Oh, any ahead. kind of suppression of, of speech, I'm 100 percent against any type of suppression of speech. Right. You know, speech in all right. forms need to be you know, out there. No, I understand that completely. It's a, it's a situation though that that we're uh, first of all, Roseanne should have understood what she what she said was way way out of line. But it happens. People say things, and they're construed as being offensive worse than they are, and construed as being much worse than they are. I'm not saying that was the case with her. But you don't want to be dancing in, uh, you know, in that area because you don't even have to say anything close to that, and they'll still call you a racist. You know, right. a, a huge mistake. To me, how serious do you take it, though, coming from Roseanne Barr? I mean, she's done this in the past. Yeah, she has. See, it's Roseanne Barr, man. She's a stand-up comic. Like, I don't take her serious, so it doesn't – it didn't it, – like, I don't care what she says. She's a comic. I mean, I, if, she, if it's funny, I'll that. laugh. If it's not funny, I'll just go, ah, it's Roseanne Barr. Yeah. You want to keep on that many years ago, Roseanne, when she went and she mangled the Star Spangled Banner and yes. Sandra, Sandra mm-hmm. Pirate Yeah, they grabbed her crotch. Yeah, she was ostracized publicly. A lot of controversy, but her show continued to thrive. 
And that's what I was wondering. I'm wondering if people, if they had waited three days, if sponsors would have dropped off, people would have tuned in to watch her show. I'll bet you that if she had stayed on, that um, they hadn't fought her, that her next show probably would have been the highest rated show since the premiere. I agree. I, I don't agree. think it's going to hurt Roseanne. I, I think she should hook up with Al Franken and they can have a talk show together. They can <laughs> just talk show. Franken and Barr, I like it. That would make complete sense to me. I don't know. It's pretty amazing. You know what? I don't want to bring. I want to ask you guys this, but um, do you think that there's a something weird about this lynch mob that happens in America? That for some reason, when everyone attacks everyone else, I think it's terrible. I think that there's this lynch mob that attacks people somehow. I think it's got the moral high ground, and I think that the the collectiveness of the lynch mob is, is, is has less moral high ground than the, the person they're particularly attacking. Well, we live we live in Ground Zero State for that. We that do. mentality. Yes. This state is the lynch mob capital. Oh yeah. Once you get somebody hates on you, they all jump on the bandwagon. Well, we've had two major celebrities. Uh, Ousted in the past, like what? Not even yes. a year. Yeah, Al Franken and uh, and uh, Mr. Anoka. The only reason I ever watched Downton Abbey was because of Maggie Smith, because oh, she yeah. got those yeah, great I love, lines. I love. There Maggie was Smith. one episode where she says, "Does it ever get cold up on that high moral ground?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I don't know. It, it, it's a situation where. Can you imagine waking up the next day if you did, if Ambien did that to you or you were drunk or whatever it was? You wake up the next morning and say, I really just completely blew up. I blew up so many people's careers. Because a lot of those people, they're not going to get another job because there will still be people out there going, eh, well, you were good on Roseanne, but I don't yeah. know about anything else. If I was worth $80 million, I'd probably. Is that all she's worth? I thought she was worth Is that 200 all million. She's, she's worth, seriously. I, th I thought she was worth 200 million. Uh, that we know of. Well, yeah, we know yeah. of her eighty million. I'm sure. I think she's up around two hundred property and everything else. But still, she's yep. not going to be. You know, she's good. There's nothing she can do That's outside of criminal. Yeah. They're not going to take her down. Yeah. No, they're not going to take her down. That's very, very true. So Ryan, basically, while you and I agree about all of these things, it just, I don't. We're going to have to do something about tweet, uh, Twitter and, 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 and Facebook. People cannot have uncontrolled use of it because they can't handle it. Now, I, you can't just – you can't tell people what, what they can do, I suppose. But one thing to understand, it's just not good. Like you said, this lynch mob mentality we have in America now, unless you agree with everything I say, I hate your guts, and I'm going to get thousands of other people to hate you too. It's just odd. Uh. I wouldn't call it a, a. I would call it a, a society that is barreling towards tyranny. Yeah. Because in a, yeah. In a, in a society that, that honors liberty, you honor, you respect everyone else, and I, and I almost feel like as you know, from one American to another American, you want to see your fellow Americans succeed. You want to give them the benefit of that yeah. doubt. That's why I think that you know, if you're giving Roseanne 48 hours, and let's just say this: the, the rules for Roseanne could apply to anyone who says something. Yep. I feel like we should be helping each other out, kind of building each other up, you know, offering some compassion to other people. And when we say something stupid, you know, we we try to encourage people to do the right thing instead of just tossing them aside like a piece of garbage. And I, I really right. disdain that about the way people treat other people in this country. It is unbelievable. I couldn't agree with you more that that we really have got to get. Again, I believe in free speech for me, but not for you. Oh, okay. That's great. Well, there's also the added problem of you don't know if somebody has launched a campaign against somebody, and, it, and it's just a, a marketing machine. I know. You, you don't even know. It is unbelievable. Ryan McCormick, ladies and gentlemen, PR expert, we appreciate your time today because I couldn't agree with you more that it's just, it's just amazing these things happen, but they're still happening, sir. Thank you. Great honor to be with you. And thank you so much. Thank you, sir. Ryan McCormick, ladies and gentlemen, thoughts on Roseanne. It took 29 years for Roseanne's show to make a strong comeback, but it took just one tweet to destroy it. In today's world, the speed of which negative repercussions materialize based on what someone says or posts on social media is unprecedented. We will be back. Talk more about this right after this, Tom Bernard Show. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you can relate to the pure joy of hanging out on the dock. You, family, friends, and the calm of the water. If this sounds like heaven... You're going to want a flow dock. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side -side sway. And get this, you could install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy, meaning you have more time to enjoy being at the lake. 
Isn't that why you go there in the first place? See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. Call or visit Flo's newest dealer in Chanhassen. Lakeshore Equipment, 952-474-DOC or lakeshoreequipment.com, of course. Flow docks and lifts. A better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan, and now you can find out how to have success losing weight at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth, just like me, at their free informational dinner on Monday, June 18th, 6 p.m. at Jake's in Plymouth. Those unwanted pounds will melt away really, really fast. I've lost about 50 pounds now at Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth after being educated on clean eating, finding out what foods my body prefers, and I now know the foods that are weight gain triggers. As I've said over and over again, the Nutramost weight loss plan is so easy, and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Call now to register for the Nutramost Twin Cities in Plymouth dinner on June 18th. To register, call 763-333-7337. That's 763-333-7337. Please, can we have share free Wednesdays? Share free Wednesday. I think you have share free every day. share. Why is it that some singers have to misshape their words? Like, what's his face? Is just Dave Matthews. I yeah. don't know. I don't get the whole Dave Matthews appeal. I don't man. I'm sorry. At all. If you're a Dave Matthews fan, I'm sorry. I just. It's almost like he's a lunatic. <laughs> One of my favorites is somebody's going, Oh, man, you, you ever heard of Dave Matthews? I said, No. No, I've never heard of Dave Matthews. Oh, listen to him. So I put in a song, and he goes like this And I'm so damn lucky. Yeah. It's like, what no, the I went, hell see, is my that? First, my first introduction was to have seen him live. I'm like, oh. is this guy singing in English? Do <laughs> 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 you understand a word he's saying? I, I like the band themselves. Oh, the I band's think the great. music yeah. is pretty funny. Yeah, the band's you know, great. They're, yeah. And they're good musicians, but yeah. it's just like... His, his singing like his technique singing just, is just not well, terrible. Cher, Cher said when she started singing that she didn't have a style, so she just stole uh, Sonny's Style yeah, she's horrible. Oh. That, that's how she she's really is horrible. Oh, I miss old Sonny. Sonny was funny. Yeah. Uh, he was a oh, funny guy. Except for his uh, contract with Cher that he owned her. Well, he was funny, though. I don't know about that. I, I was probably too her? young for that. Oh, yeah. He, he, she had a contract that he, in which he said that he owned her. That's that not sounds good like news. something Cher made well, up. Yeah. No, and, and, totally and, and, but, but, but what year was that? 1964? This doesn't make it right. I mean, <laughs> make it 1960s. But think about what you'd, think you'd about that guy. Aware. That guy accomplished a lot in life before he hit a tree. Oh, yeah. he did. Yeah, absolutely did. It was no, karma. That tree was karma. He and Mike Evans were good. Uh, good buddies. Oh, were they really? He's yeah. <laughs> a poor little guy. He's a little man. He's not poor. Oh, he's a little man. I, I had to change so. my contract. Actually, I had a, a contract that said that I owned Catherine, and yeah, I changed sure it. I own Catherine <laughs> except for her right little toe. Yes. <laughs> broken it's all broken and black and bruised and everything else how'd you do that again just walking through the just, bathroom just walking you know. in the bathroom i was going to make up a really good story but i couldn't really come up with a little toe <laughs> you know no cure for a little broken toe no and it's so nothing. swollen there's nothing that they can do nothing you can do to it tape it to the one next to it that will help yeah yes all right i'll try you kind of splint it yep it's a very very good idea there's no getting around that in any case, I, uh, yeah, thanks for playing Cher. Now, that was really great. Now, I got that in my mind. Ragadrin Magdalene. Cher met it in Roseanne's mind. <laughs> yeah, it's right. Cher met Sonny when, he was, when she was 16 and he was 27. Oh. Yeah. 11 Uh-oh. years, huh? It's kind of like the 14 year old that's pregnant there. That was, yeah, that was. Yeah, my 14 year old wife was pregnant. Like, what? Okay, sir. Take a look at this revealing list of behind-the-scenes facts you might not know about an all-time favorite show. Did you know some winners wait months before seeing any of their winnings on a certain show? Well, of course. I'll tell you what show it is. It's actually Jeopardy. Some winners wait months before seeing any of their winnings. A previous winner secretly revealed to an online magazine that he only got paid about six months after his episode air. 
aired. He won uh, $27,100, but only received $20,000 after federal tax. Well, I, it's not their fault you have to pay taxes. Yeah, that's how it is. It's capital gain taxes. Yeah, I'm sorry. you got to pay taxes. If you win a car, you got to pay taxes well, on the car. A lot of people win. who win merchandise never collect it because they, they can't right. pay the taxes. That's exactly That's right. what I was just saying a couple days ago. We were watching uh, Wheel of Fortune. It's like if you win a car, so you win a $30,000 car, so what, you have to... Spend like six thousand dollars in tax or something like that. Well, to register the car, but you're also going to get income, an income tax statement yes. yep. for the value of the car. Yeah, right. so gains. technically right. speaking, unless you sell that car, you didn't, you just lost a lot of your liquid assets, and not everyone has thousands of dollars that they can just you know drop in order to get. Right. I mean, you do you save the car payments. But you still have to have that much money to accept the car to begin with. So a lot of people just take the cash value. We used to, when I worked with Greg Gagne um, at the Mitsubishi store, this has got Ted and I, Ted Turp and I all worked together. Oh, God, really? Greg had the uh, account at Mystic to supply all the cars out there. And about every fifth one that would uh, somebody would win, we'd all wind up buying it back from because mm-hmm. they couldn't afford the tax. Yeah. That's amazing. So, I mean, they still wound up with pretty good money. Yeah. yeah. And then just walk away with nothing. But it was it was more common than you would think. God, Why I... can't you just give something away? You don't want something, you give it to someone else. There you go. It's given away. You should be able to win something free and clear if you ask me. Yeah, but, but I nope. agree. Yeah. I mean, that's the point of winning. You know what? Speaking of that, I, was, I, do, I, I buy a lot of stuff on auction. So I'm on an auction, and there's a couple items that I really want. And yesterday, the, the bidding was ending at 4 o'clock. So me and Nancy are both bidding on different stuff. And I bid on – and you watch the auction. So it's like two minutes left, and it right. counts down. So I got a bid in the last, the last 10 seconds, and the clock starts over again in six minutes. Oh, and it, man. But it did it like five times. That wasn't eBay then, was it? <laughs> no. What was the auction site? It's called uh, a state, a state smart. It's a there's, a couple of them that, there's a couple of them that is will do that. Is that legal? Yeah. Oh sure. Yeah, tons it of is? places do yeah. that. If you look at the disclosure, though, if they've got a bid, yeah, there has to. The auction will end when there hasn't been a bid over a certain time period. Yeah, say, if nobody bids in five minutes. So they just the get auction. it. Just get the most money possible. Yeah. It's to really keep people from sniping. Yeah. Which is the it's most no, fun thing it's about no, buying an yeah, auction. Yeah, that, that takes all the fun out of it. I know. <laughs> Good I mean, God. I'd like to screw people over well, if I buy something. Well, no. You I mean, have a reserve, though, if, right? If, if I'm, if I'm right. sitting there yeah. all day watching this item and, and diligently bidding on it, I should win, be able to win it. So that was one of my favorite jobs ever in the car business. I was a full-time used car buyer. And in those days, you would fly to, to physical auctions. auctions. Yeah. And everybody's going trying to, to screw one. everybody. <laughs> Went to Orlando. Which Orlando's is the biggest, biggest one. one. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, the biggest one's in, in Pennsylvania, but Orlando's. I've second. been to Orlando auction. That's a big auction. But we're all trying to screw each other oh, yeah. and fake out bids and, you know, bid when people aren't looking. That's yeah, a dirty and, business. You know, grease the auctioneers. It was just awesome. I love I love, I love, love auctions. Yeah. I love buying stuff from auctions. How much did you have to pay, out, pay them off? Like a lot? Oh, you take them out to dinner and drinks oh, and strip okay. clubs and oh, stuff like that. Yeah. You know? Men's guy stuff. Normal, normal guy behavior. <laughs> guy stuff. That's nice. Back in the old days before they had invented the internet, you could get caught doing all sorts of naughty things. But. I suppose that's true. You know, I'm looking at a picture of Michael Jordan right now. He looks horrible. He does? Really? Has he been hitting the sauce? He looks terrible. How old is he now? I think he's been hitting he's the be old professional 50, athlete. Yeah, maybe. He's only fifty. Michael he's only Jordan. 50? That's all he is. Is I don't, 50? I'm just guessing. He is fifty-five. Okay, 55. But still, still, yeah, not very old. Michael Jordan's enormous house in Chicago is still on the market after six years, despite cutting wow. the price nearly in half, and still paying more than a hundred thousand dollars each year in property taxes. Ouch. Oh. The house was originally listed for $29 million, has every bell and whistle you can think of. There's a pool with a grass island Wait in the middle of it. Wait a minute. Why is that only $100,000 a year? It's a lot more. It's got to be way more. Well, it depends, way more. depends what state's it in. Chicago. It's in Illinois. 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 Yes. Chicago has very high property yes. tax. They do, yes. Not as high. New Jersey's the highest, I believe. Is it? Yes. Um, yeah, so apparently the uh, it's on the market now for fourteen five. so you can slide over there and get it. I think it's, the highest house is like is like sixty five million. Might be right now in America. By the way, this house for twenty nine million dollars, it looks like a dental clinic. It's mm, hideous. So it's modern. It's really modern, and it's got it's it's just uh, an ugly like ass house. Architecture. It's terrible. 
But yeah, he looks really bad. 15 car garage, 17 bathrooms. Who needs 17 bathrooms? I gotta pee. Seriously. <laughs> Sir poops a lot. I mean, there's nine yeah. bedrooms and 17 bathrooms. That number doesn't even make sense. I know, no. but who needs 17 bathrooms? I mean, even if you have someone in all nine bedrooms, that's still way too many bathrooms. Oh, well, I suppose you've got one for, you know, by the pool, and you've got one in the garage, and you've got one for every entertaining area, so nobody has to walk very far. Mm. I don't know. That is a lot of bathrooms. 56,000 square feet. Yeah. That's just crazy. Wow. That's why you need so many bathrooms. That's crazy, man. That's a lot of room. Could be There's powder room rooms. There. Could be a lot of powder rooms. I'm My sure there's 5,000 square feet, and I think it's big. Why 5,000 square feet is big. It is yeah. big. 56,000 square feet? 56,000 square foot house. Incredible. $14 million. That's like as big as a mall. Yeah, $14 yeah. million dollars for that is actually a pretty good deal. Yeah. It is a good deal. Actually, that's a really good deal. That's Can't only $14 million? House is too ugly. It's an ugly house. It, is it? Where is it near Chicago? I was uh, it, like it's downtown? in some ritzy. No, oh. it's in a ritzy suburb. No doubt about it. My favorite Very Michael Jordan story of all time, and I won't bust him, but a golf professional friend of mine. He's not a he's not on tour, but he's a golf professional. He's a he's a head golfer at a golf course. He's walking out to the first tee with Michael Jordan, and you know Michael Jordan loves to bet. He loves yeah, to gamble and thinks he's a good golfer. And he but thinks he's sucks. a good golfer. So Jordan says to my friend, "Hey, you want to play for some money?" And again, <laughs> my friend says, "Well, it depends. What's your handicap?" And Jordan says, "I'm a two. And my friend said, if you're a two, I'll play you for every house and car you own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're a two. Uh-huh. Sure you are. Why is it that people can't admit that they're not a two? Well, just... having a low handicap is bad for your betting, right? Right, it's it is. bad for your betting, So why yes. would you even want that? Because well, it's bragging, basically. Because, I mean, the guy is with the, one of the greatest athletes the world's ever seen he in a is, sport yeah. and he, to yep. do that you have to be super competitive so it would be a sign of weakness to say yeah I'm really a 12 which he probably was a sign of weakness probably a 10 or 12 honesty is a sign of weakness well for so, a guy like that so he oh, looks bad yes. though he does not look good at all he, in this picture unless they intentionally picked out a uh, really press bad picture listen, the press does that now you oh yes that, right? they do yeah, if they don't like yeah, they somebody do. they make them look crazy if they don't like you they find the worst picture possible like in the middle of a word that you're saying and they yeah. use that picture yeah. yeah they take it off a video yeah. they're he kinda, terrible with he it he kind of took a turn though I think after his father got murdered yeah he did That's, yeah. he did that was weird yeah tough. it was weird speaking of murder where's OJ these days I haven't seen OJ speaking of murder he's looking for Nicole African Americans like I haven't seen OJ in a while is he still looking for Nicole's killer as in, just in uh, casinos in Las Vegas. The casinos yeah. in Vegas. That's no, he's, I think he, he's. I don't think he's allowed in Vegas. I think he's in Miami. Oh, yeah, he's in Florida. Isn't he? I think he's banned from Vegas. Oh, is he? I know he got yeah. kicked out of a hotel. No, he's banned from the city. He loves Miami. Oh, I know. Allergies are just. Yeah. I just. Well, I was just wondering if he because I saw him when he got released and he was all gray and all. I wonder yeah. if he dyed his hair and he looks younger. Probably. Again. Oh, I'm yeah. sure he does. Uh, there's still women hanging all over him. It's unbelievable. <laughs> that is, that's the craziest thing. Come on, in the people, world. women it's followed insane. Manson until he died. I know. They did. Yeah. yeah. Young did. girls try to marry Manson until he dies. Yes, they did. I, mm-hmm. I, I just don't understand. It. Almost every killer that's in prison. Gets There's love letters. Yeah, well, yeah. No, yeah. but all, com- right. all kinds of killers get love letters from girls all over the country. It's ridiculous. That's true. We live in a, we we live in a whacked out world, man. What do you even think? Is it, is it raining again? Yes. Yeah, I can't see behind it's me. It's supposed you, to you rain 100% out. all day. 100% of rain all day. Yes, yeah, that's, that's what that says on, this, on my app. It's a dream come true. 100%, th- huh? Some thunderstorms, too. Yeah. 72 in light rain right now. There's a 100% chance of rain because it's raining. 100% chance? I love that. <laughs> Whenever it's raining, there's a 100% chance of rain. Well, that's good. Scattered thunderstorms starting at 5. But it did say 100% yesterday for the whole day. Yeah, it did, and it was wrong. Well, it rained. It rained where at my house all day. No, it didn't rain at our house at all. Since I woke until up last night, uh, it rained. It rained all night and all day. Did you so get far. hail? It's exciting no, news no. feature. Yesterday's rain report. Yesterday's <laughs> rain report, ladies and gentlemen. We've got it all covered. But you know Whatever what? We need. do need the rain in Minnesota. Yeah, we do. You're absolutely right. We actually right. need rain right now. We do indeed. We're going to get it today. That's for sure. And then again on Saturday, it's supposed to rain uh, a lot on Saturday too, with a high of only 74 Saturday. I turned did, off the sprinkler Did you see that Best Buy's pulling out of all of America? Yes, I did see that. That's a close big their store. store. It is a huge store. It's got to be hemorrhaging cash. I would imagine. What do you sell hemorrhaging. at Best Buy anymore? 
You sell TVs, and that's about it. They sell a lot, a lot of, of appliances. Yeah, well, they, they do, do appliances, yeah. CDs, and like laptops. Well, it's two hundred dollars a square foot. No, they pull space. Yeah. They pull Holy all crap. the CDs out of their stores. Oh, two hundred dollars yeah. a square foot rental space. Oh God! I yeah. go to the I go to the one in, in Richfield fairly often once a Hello? month, and it's usually pretty busy in there. Oops. I, you know what I do? I go there to look at a product, and then I go home and buy it online from somebody else. That's Hello. Mine. We have Hello? our guest. Oh, well, don't we have to go to break? In like a minute. In one minute. All right. Why don't you, why don't you use your uh, timer? Because I keep forgetting to turn it on. Oh. <laughs> Marion, I'm, di- I'm a disaster, Marion. Yes, everything's on. We'll turn everything on. You know, actually, you're not old enough to be my mother, but I, I still look at you as a mother figure. You well, I, I am. I'm old enough to be your grandmother, probably. I don't you think know? so. I'm pretty but sure. I'm you... so cute, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad you're so cute that it doesn't matter. You, you've always been very, very cute, so that's good. But I, uh, yeah, we're going to take a break in about 30 seconds, and I want to come back and right. hear all about your book, My Days Happy. Oh, now wait a minute, Marion. The name of the book yes. is My Days Happy and Otherwise. Uh huh. Uh huh. There's some other days. <laughs> All right, we're going to talk about your other days. We'll be back in just about two minutes, though, I promise, Marion. And then I All definitely right. want to hear all. I want to hear mostly your happy days, though. All right. All right. All right, my dear. We'll be right back. Marion Ross did. joins us right after this Tom Bernard show. Chris Lindahl's here, ladies and gentlemen. Finally, a package that benefits the homeowner and not the realtor. We're giving away a free home staging package. And the reason we're doing this for KQ listeners is because you just have to win that online beauty pageant. In today's world, over 90% of showings are done on the internet. And so you want to make sure that you stand out. The Christendale team has stagers on staff, so we're able to give you free staging packages at no cost to you. So how'd you come up with this idea, Chris? Well, what's happening right now is we're watching homeowners lose tens of thousands of dollars by not having the right architectural photography and the right staging. And so they're losing all of these impressions and these showings online. And we want to do something to make a difference. And one of the number one core values at the Chris Lindell team is to be generous and give back. So we're giving free home staging packages to kick you listeners. So, Chris, how do people get in touch with you? Yeah, to take advantage of the free home staging package, you can call 763-401-SOLD or go to chrislindahl.com. That's Chris with a K. And don't forget to mention Tom sent you. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Oh, look at you, Cassie's got the theme song going. What are you going to play for her otherwise days? I don't know. Otherwise... Marion's probably like, I never want to hear that song again. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I'm sure she did just fine from that. Marion Ross, our special guest. My days happy and otherwise. Happy days to SpongeBob. Millions of fans know Marion Ross for her 11-year portrayal of Mrs. C, the all-American mom on Happy Days, and more recently, the acclaimed TV series Brooklyn Bridge. Um, I Where do you want to start? I, would, I was... Talking to the people in the studio here, I've probably over the years, because I've been on the same morning show now for 33 years. And oh, I've, my. I've interviewed you just about uh, once every year or two. So I've interviewed you about probably 20 times, I would imagine. She's got it going on. <laughs> and you're always pleasant. Why are you always pleasant? Because you always are pleasant. It's because I'm a middle child. Oh, you know what? You told me that before. I do remember you said that to me before. Well, Thomas, because uh-huh. I'm, a, cause I'm yeah. a middle child, too. I'm a, I'm four out of seven. How come you aren't pleasant? Why, yeah, why am I not pleasant <laughs> then, Mary? Not me. <laughs> what happened? I don't know what happened. I should be pleasant, and I'm not. I don't know. That's It's unbelievable. What a career you've had. Yes. Magnificent career. It's, oh, you know what's extraordinary? Because do you know how old I am? We just found out. We looked it up because I wanted to know if you were old enough to be my grandmother, and you might I, be. I, I'm probably your great-grandmother. Right. <laughs> I, I am 80, 89. 89. Oh, that's I can't believe it. So, and, and when my birthday comes, end of October, then I'm going to be 90. What day in October? 
October 25th. Oh, and our son is here, and he's, his birthday's on October 26th. One day before mine. Oh, really? And, you know, the Fonz is on the 30th. Yep. So we're mm. all Scorpios, you know. I'm a Scorpio, too, but I'm November 7th. Well, you're the bad kind. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. About that. I'm so sorry. Oh, thank you, Marion. Borderline. <laughs> yes, I'm a, I'm, I'm a borderline personality. That's what it was. Oh, I know. We're the, uh, we're the irresistible ones. You know, magnetic, dynamic, fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like that. She's got a healthy ego. I like that. Yes, she does. No, no she's, modest. Yeah. I'm modest. modest. She's yeah. very modest. <laughs> A very pleasant person to talk to, I know. Yes. Um, where do we start? Because I mean, your career has been yeah. magnificent from, uh, I mean, not that you didn't work hard to get where you, where you got and where you oh, are that, today. You know, that's the part of the book that I like the best is the very beginning because uh, I, I, I did an, an impossible thing. By the time I was 21, I come from a little town in Minnesota. Right. By the time I'm 21 years old, I'm under contract to Paramount. I mean, what are the That's odds amazing. on that? Now, so it's like tremendous engine under me. I have a wonderful, uh, I have a wonderful story to tell you if you have one minute. Okay. okay. Because we're, you, we are in Minnesota right now talking to you. And, and what, which town were you from? Were you from Albert Lee or something? Yes. Yeah, so where, where are you talking from? Minneapolis, St. Paul. From actually, uh, yeah, well, I went yeah. to Southwest in my uh, junior year. You know, I will tell you something, Mary, and this is very cool because I just I talked to Tippy Hedren about a yeah. month ago. We uh, we had Tippy Hedren on the show, and she said, sure. "You know, Tom, I grew up in in Morningside, Edina, Morningside, Minnesota." Uh huh. Edina. I lived on Sheridan Avenue. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> and I and I worked for a family and took care of their children. That's maybe, maybe that's a wonderful story. So Tippy had uh, right up from Lake, right right up from Lake Harriet. Like yeah, absolutely. It's a beautiful neighborhood. The swanky that's, area. That's this a day, big money neighborhood. Yeah. It yep. is a big money neighborhood. Now it is absolutely. But Tippy Hedren told me. She said, Tom, I remember when when I left that house in Edina Morningside. I think my parents sold it, if I remember correctly. They sold it for $20,000. And I said, yeah. Uh, she said, the house is for sale again, Tom. And I said, oh, it is? Yes, but they want $2 million for it now. $2 million, right. <laughs> I tell you. Oh, my. That is so no, great. No, I, I went up to, I, I asked my mother, I said, uh, uh, can I go up to Minneapolis for the summer after the 10th grade and work for this family and take care of their children and then go down on the streetcar to the McPhail School of Music sure, and Drama? Sure, mm -hmm. And my mother, being a Canadian, said, of course, of course you can. <laughs> Either that or she didn't like you. I always wondered yeah, about maybe. my parents. They gave me a lot of liberty, too, when I was young. They didn't like you. Uh, maybe they wanted to get rid of me, yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. wanted to get rid of me. So did you, did you find your stay in Minneapolis pleasant? Uh, I did. The family liked me so much <laughs> that they asked me to stay for the, the year, not just in the summer. Mm -hmm. So I spent my junior year there. And and it's all in the book, so, and that's the part that interests me so much. I was thinking, where do, where do we get this engine that moves us, you know, mm -hmm. to become? I I was so, I had so many dreams of, that I wanted to be, uh, and I had a, I had a, also I had a crippled brother, so I think that had a lot to do with it, you know. I had to be so special. Yeah, I think that probably did drive you quite a bit. Now, what was the malady your brother suffered from? He was born with a very bad leg, and it was the bone was soft. And so right from the first time he tried to walk, his little leg would bend, oh. and they would, trans they would take a bone out of one good leg and put it into the other leg. So he, and that never took. It never took. He was in a cast or a brace all of his young life, and then when he got to be 16, you know, now he's through adolescence. They said, you know, this is not going away. We're going to take that leg off below below the knee. Wow. Yeah. So uh, we they did that, and he got a wooden leg. Well, he loved that wooden leg. <laughs> 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 mm. I bet he did. So... so 
This is my brother, Gordon. And he went into radio, so he was a very funny guy. So really? he, one time the police pulled him over, and the policeman said, get out of the car. He said, well, uh, first I've got to get my leg out of the trunk. <laughs> she just loves it. So, so where, where, was, where was Gordon in radio? What, did he stay in Minnesota and do radio? Well, no, he, we all moved to San Diego oh, after okay. the Great World War II. Okay. We all moved. I get on the train, we moved because my father had been working in the Panama Canal as an electrical engineer. So mm-hmm. they transferred him to San Diego. He worked for the Navy. So we all carried. That's, that's a wonderful story. So you went to San Diego. And then, yeah. okay, so you're in San Diego. So you're, what, a hundred miles, a little more than a hundred miles away from, from Hollywood. But well, I wanted to go on the stage. See, I was oh. going to be a stage actor. Oh, okay. And what they had in San Diego was the Globe Theater. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, that was it for me, you know? Yeah, I could oh. see that, absolutely. So, so how long were you a stage actor? And then, then I, I'm assuming someone approached you I was you not about a mo- professional stage actor at, at the beginning at all because um, right, what I did... I go to San Diego State College, which was small then, and I ran off and eloped and got married. And I'm like, I'm like 21. I guess I was 21. So somebody at the college said, I'm taking you up to Hollywood and this because I think this is going to be the end of your acting career. Really? And so she took me up to Hollywood. And by the time I was 22, Two, I was under contract to Paramount. How about that? That's amazing. I mean, is that remarkable? It is what, remarkable. What, what year was that? 1952. <laughs> <laughs> I like her. <laughs> so, so it was a lot easier times in 1952. Well, it was. Life was better they then. Had a, they had a whole thing uh, called the Golden Circle. They would sign up young people. Yeah. And, and they didn't really give you any training, but they would give you a they would give you a seven year contract, and I was a starlet. And but what happened was that every six months, the the contracts had an option, and so they could drop you after yeah. six months. Every six I months, I lasted a year. So this is all in the book. Did but get- guess who also was was just my age. And just come to Paramount Studios to do what was the movie she did? Roman oh, oh, to do Roman Holiday, and she was just my age. She was the same age as you, Sophia Loren. No, no, no. Um... Uh, what's her face? Audrey Hepburn. Audrey, Audrey Hepburn, and uh, oh my God, and she was so thin and so wonderful. Uh, I, I went right out and got two candy bars and ate them. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of candy bar? Were they Snickers or what kind of candy bars were we talking? Oh, yeah, probably. Probably yeah. Snickers. Why, so why would you go and get two candy bars? Because 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 I was I was up in makeup and this girl was under the dryer next to me and she got up and up. And <laughs> she was so thin, and uh, she was so charming. She was just to, to die for. So that's why I went out and got the two candy bars and ate them. She was really thin back then. She was oh, very thin. Uh, uh, like a feather. Uh, and just my age. Mm. Oh, my God. Yeah, that is, that's an amazing story. But, I mean, look at, look at your career. You've had this wonderful career. Uh, did you? Yes. Ever, I mean, did did you think back? You're 21, 22 years old. I suppose you were dreaming of becoming a big star and the rest of it. But then you actually yes. did become a big star. So how did that feel? I, I, it's very hard for me to accept that I've uh, done what I've. I have followed my dream, but it's a. Uh, it's a tough business. And now that I'm retired, and you know, I call my house Happy Days Farm, so everything oh. is just swell. You know, isn't that nice? Would well, you would, good. would you have changed anything if you could have? Uh, I don't think you can make it easier. It, it's hard. 
it is hard. And I was, I ran such a tight, clean ship. So that slowed me down a little while. I could see the other girls getting ahead of me, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that does make but sense. I, I ran a very tight ship, you know. You work with one of my favorite people, the guy who does the voice of SpongeBob SquarePants, and you're his grandmother on the show. Yes. It's a, that's a one, that show is magnificent. Isn't it? I, I just love I've, that show. I've forgotten his name. What's his name? Tom Kenny. Tom Kenny. Very good. Tom yeah. Kenny, of course. Yeah. He lives right across from the street from my daughter. My daughter, Ellen, w- was a writer-producer on Friends. Oh, really? Boy, oh, boy. And now she's creating <laughs> a new show. So, and my son, let me tell you about my son, Jim. Okay. Meskimen. Meskimen is his last name. He he is in a commercial that you probably have seen. He plays George Washington, and he's in a boat, and he's being dragged oh, across the freeway. Oh, that's a great commercial. Uh, Big man yes, with a horse. Geico. Is it Geico? <laughs> it's Geico, yes, I think yeah. It is. Geico, yeah. I think so. so that's, Crossing the Dollar that's River. That's my son, Jim. Tough huh? guy with dollar a horse. Dollar Turnpike. Yeah, it's crossing the Delaware Turnpike. Crossing the Delaware Turnpike. That's exactly right. That's right. It's very funny. Well, that's wonderful. Your family's all doing well. You're doing well. You're going to live to probably be 150 years old, so that'll be good. (laughs) You don't think? I I certainly have. I do plan to live to be 100. Well, good. Because I had a life insurance policy that was going to run out. You know, <laughs> was going to run out and when I'm like when I'm like 99, and I said, "You're going to spend know, it all, huh?" You know, I'm going to outlive this thing. You know that. You know, I'm going to outlive this because I'm not ever going to die. So good. I cashed it in right away. I'm glad to hear that because you are going to live forever, <laughs> and then you got to come back every year because I get I have to get the interview. Uh, Number up to about 30 times. I have times. to keep it going until I'm 100, okay? Yes. Okay, we'll come back soon. You We've got come 10 back years. Soon. Can you hang on for 10 more years? I would hope so. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe I can't. I don't know. Yeah, how are you feeling? You feel pretty good? I feel really good, as a matter of fact. I was just checking my heart rate. It was 58 beats a minute, which is phenomenal. <laughs> is, is your book available in all the stores? Yes, it's in um, Barnes and Noble, and uh, you can get it on Amazon.com. Okay, great. And we'll get it. It costs twenty six dollars. Marion, we love you. Thank you so much for your time. It's wonderful having you on. <laughs> behave now, okay? Promise me you'll behave. Okay, I will. Thank you, Marion. <laughs> Bye. Have a wonderful day. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Marion Ross, ladies and gentlemen, my day is happy and others. What a sweetheart. Isn't she just a sweetheart? She's a sweetheart. She's wonderful. She really is. She always has been, too. Even when the show was kicking kicking ass. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. I don't think she did a lot of acting on Happy Days. No, I think it was her. She was playing herself. The camera was on. It's weird that she said that she's old enough to be your grandma, but my grandparents are older than her. That's right. My grandparents aren't. My grandmother just passed away at 94, so she was... Unbelievable. Or actually 96. Yeah, my parents are in their 90s. We'll take a break. Be right back. Tom Bernard Show.